Hi, everybody. Welcome to Meathead Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Schramm, and I today am just going through all the shit and all the feels, and I just really want to talk through anybody else that might be going through all the shit and all the feels. Um, I'm opening a gym in three days, and I the best way I can describe it, as I did to my Facebook group, was I feel like I'm about to pop a baby. You know, for all my moms, this is not discrediting the amazing process of creating a human being and putting it into the world. But what I feel like is when you're about to be a mom and you have no idea what to expect, um, it's just like, here we go. I guess we'll find out what happens when this thing happens. And it's happening on Saturday. So I'm really excited to see you guys at the grand opening of Platform Strength. If you're not there in person, just follow along at our Instagram, Platform Strength, and we'll have a bunch of cool things. And in the process of all the feels and all the shit, I just um, was reading my Many Moons book. So this is my Many Moons book um, by Modern Women, and it comes out twice a year. It's really hard to get a hold of. It's my favorite thing, and I'm really trying to make sure I can access it and sell it on herbalelement.com for next January. And this is something I found through an ambassador, Belle. Um, and it's just this amazing book that goes through all the phases of the moon and every single time it is dead accurate. And so this one was for this week, September 16th. It was the first quarter moon in Sagittarius, which is my sign, Sagittarius Capricorn cusp. And I just posted on Instagram, um, a quote of it and it was so, it resonated so strongly with me and I just wanted to read it to you guys because it was therapeutic and if it was therapeutic to me, then it's therapeutic to somebody out there and if anyone is kind of tired of changing or feel like changing is really hard or you're having a hard time with it or you're just not happy or content and you just feel stuck, um, please, please listen. This is, this is for you. You must know two things what you are free from, and what keeps you bound. In the self-development world, something is always wrong with someone, somewhere. People can always be smarter or faster at something. One can always be more productive, richer, more something or another that we aren't at the moment, something that isn't you. Comparison fever, Photoshop, and the internet have left a lot of us feeling constant lack, jealousy, and an itchy, nagging feeling that something isn't all right with us that we have to be something else entirely in order to feel okay. But what if you are perfectly fine? What if you are actually incredibly amazing and inspiring just as you are, nothing more and nothing less? What if really, truly, the you that is here right now, looking in the mirror, is the you that is the one? You aren't broken, you are whole. You were never broken. Someone or many someones tried to break you many times, and yet here you are, still here, still beautiful, still sensitive and thoughtful, with all your talents intact and at least two matching pairs of socks, which is not the case for me. As you guys know, I hate matching socks. (laughs) Still here with so, so many dreams. Many of them are on their way to you in this year or the next. You are someone else's dream, so become your own. Act accordingly. There are no excuses now for you not to be your own favorite date. There are no excuses now for who you are, what you want, and what you are going after. Brick by brick, bit by bit, breath by breath. You aren't broken. Maybe there are some habits that need to be addressed. Maybe there are some behaviors that are no longer helpful. Maybe there are some interests inside of you that need coaxing out and placing onto stage to be admired. There could be decay that needs scraping off and composting. 
Perhaps there are ways to look at parts of your life differently, other angles to consider, wavy ones, not so prickly. These are all puzzle pieces inside the rainbow that is you, billions and billions of pulsating colors that comprise the unique blueprint of a soul that is uniquely you. Everything you could ever want, everything you could ever be, everything you could ever have is already inside of you. Proceed accordingly with that knowledge. This month, we are in Harvest Moon Month. Time to collect favors from the universe. Time to ask for help as we need to. Time to call on our own sovereignty, our own strength as proof that we are enough to receive all the bounty coming our way. What will you be harvesting this month? A gem. <laughs> what will you, what harvest lies in plain sight, already around you, already in your vision? If you could name it, what would you see? One way we block ourselves from success when it comes to making changes in our life is to be too drastic, to make goals that are really far away from where we are, trying to fly to the moon when we haven't learned how to even drive a car. As everything we wish to see happens come, as everything we wish to see, it comes from our sphere of influence. Our sphere of influence is what is already in our life current friends, community, family, current job, talent, skill sets, we must always start with where we are. Build on that. With consistent efforts, our energy builds momentum and desired change occurs. When we are working magic, when we wish to make change, we have to come to accept we are building bit by bit. Physically, it doesn't make sense to run a marathon if we are not used to walking one mile. Oh shit. Hold on guys, I'm pausing. I think that means we passed our fire department test, so fingers crossed. Okay, continuing. Um, mentally, it doesn't make sense to try to make the most cheery, optimistic optimist if generally you are a skeptical, sarcastic Sally. Many, many people fail to change their behavior because they are aiming much further outside their comfort zone than their brain can comprehend. The ego immediately contracts and shuts down. Our belief in our ability to conjure and our desires plummets. Magically, it is the same principle. We start just outside of our comfort zone with what we want and wish for, just outside what we think is possible. If we were to quantify it, maybe it is in the 5 to 10% 10 range outside of what we already have and what we are already doing. This is so accurate, by the way. This is me not reading. Um, I talk about to James Clear in October. There's a podcast coming out with James Clear and he is incredible and he talks about how that is exactly the percentage. It's 5%. Remember, if our deep subconscious resolutely believes that something cannot happen, the chances of this happening are very slim. If that is the level you must start at, then that is where you must start. Convincing yourself, letting your deep subconscious mind believe that this beautiful thing is safe, allowed, and is real. We start where we are, just where we need to be. While we are in the growing stages, it can be difficult to pinpoint if anything is happening. Journaling, workbook, planner can help keep track of occurrences and shifts, great and small. It is only the looking back in which we see change. Of course, that is what the moon is most excellent in helping us with. So we start where we are, just where we need to be. Small things become everything with repetition. There are, however, caveats to this rule. If you have been dragging on a goal, dream, or wish, that is that <laughs> if you have been dragging on a goal, dream, or wish, then it is time to get going. Really, only you or a very dear loved one will know the answer to this question. 
You could ask yourself, could this project be finished in a month, not a year? Has this been something I've wanted to do for months or years? Remember that time constricts or expands as you let it. PJ, PJ Harvey wrote Rid of Me in a Year and recorded it in less than two weeks. Ray Bradbury wrote the first draft of Fahrenheit 451 in nine days. I frequently see tarot clients who think that a dream is years away when in reality it is much, much closer. If this resonates, ask yourself at this waxing moon time, what is my deadline? Six weeks, six months, what would I need to focus on in order to make this a reality? If you feel inspired by this, take action right this second, close this book, shut off this podcast and get a piece of paper out. In three months time, what do you wish to accomplish? What needs to happen and how will you achieve it? And then I want to go to this place where it says, you can't be mean, punishing, or hateful to yourself when you are genuinely being curious with your process. In fact, the word curious comes from Old Latin, eager to know, careful. Curiosity reframes our experiences profoundly. If change is hard for you, it is useful to practice trying and failing in low-stake environments. Again, we want to set ourselves up for success. If we actively practice different ways of thinking and behaving in environments that are not stressful to our nervous system, it is easier to see results and see change happen. When practiced for months, this inquisitive way of thinking can seep into the times when life is very stressful. It can get easier to try new things once we do so consistently and realize that the sky did not fall, lightning did not strike us down, the world did not end just because we tried something and we weren't amazing at it. For me, an example of this sort of environment is yoga because yoga is a practice I do several times a week and one that I'm not trying to be better at or even become good at. I have absolutely no attachment to my performance. When I am trying new poses or attempting something different, I enact a sense of curiosity. Where does my body feel funny? What point do I fall over? How do I try a new pose? Where's my edge? Curiosity acts as a bridge from a rigid point of view. It moves us from a symphony of stickiness into an expansive terrain of possibility. We can apply this question to other aspects of our life. Why am I feeling irritable? Why does this person annoy me? What is underneath my resentment? What must I do for myself before attending to others? I love this. This is Emily talking, not reading. I love this so much because next week I will post a podcast of the Enneagram and you can actually understand how you see the world and kind of the root of the lens that you're looking through and asking those questions. And I also love this because curiosity is why these MFIT challenges and the Body Awareness Project are so successful because it makes people curious and it's just such a powerful place of learning um, and understanding. You can't hate, hate your body when you are curious. It's just so accurate. Okay, we're almost done. After all of this mental work comes the behavioral work. This is doing, this is the doing part, the pedal to the metal. The court card that correlates to Sagittarius, blah, 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 blah. We'll go through the cards. Sometimes we just have to do things. Sometimes it isn't about overthinking. If at this time your homework is getting out of your own way and going for it, then that's all there is to do, sugar pie, honey cup. It pops up, it reminds us that it doesn't have to be so hard. If it is exciting and fun and interesting to us, isn't that all the reward that is needed? Is there an easier way to get results? Aligning your thought patterns with our highest self, our highest dreams and desires, invest in yourself first. If it is time to step into the spotlight more, 
to share more, be generous, and go ahead. If it is time to have fun, get sexy, and enjoy our minutes more, if you want things to be different, act differently. If change is what you are seeking, change. The changes can be small, smiling at yourself in the mirror every day, waking up earlier to meditate, or they can be large, not apologizing for existing, starting an important project. Change is always possible. Choice is always available. Some questions for you guys today. Where are you craving change? Where are you afraid of change? What are some very small habits or behaviors that you can change in everyday life? What are some small, very small habits or behaviors you can change in your everyday thinking? What is a situation in your life that needs a different perspective? How can you be curious about this? What questions can you ask? What is one big action you can take this week that will yield results in your life in the future? I hope this was helpful to somebody because this was so, so helpful to me. And I wanted to share this because change is so difficult, but also the only way that I get better at anything in my life, in my business, in my relationships is when I actually think about the change and I think about, oh my God, this sucks and this is who I am and I'm looking at my shit. And then next week you guys will learn how to really look through your shit through the Enneagram lens. And I think you're going to really, really enjoy it.